Hey everybody, welcome to Thanks for Hanging Out with Me. I'm your host, Carly B. And currently I am pretending I'm a little mermaid, not really. Now it's a joke. Um, but I am climbing some rocks at Boyceps in the Haunt, Massachusetts. On today, February 16th, 2023, it is glorious. It's a glorious day. It's absolutely beautiful out. It's going to be 60-something. It's already so warm. I can't believe I'm by the water. Like This denim jacket I bought for my friend Lucy, but it kind of looks like a bathrobe, but I freaking love it. Um, yeah, and I'm just reflecting on probably the last time I did a podcast, but also just my life and how podcasting was something that I always attempted to do when I was feeling sparks of joy. And I can say pretty confidently that the sparks of joy completely disintegrated to nothingness for a really long time. Um, and those little sparks of joy that I had gotten just weren't enough to cut it. Um, at the beginning of December, I went into what I now know was my first and hopefully only manic episode. It was really difficult. Um, I didn't know that I was manic because I have crippling ADHD, which the hyperactivity side of me just thought that was kind of like, I didn't feel hyperactive. I just felt really good. And oh, my foot might just be stuck. Oh, okay. Climbing rocks. Very dangerous. Um, I did this when I was manic and I was like popping these fuckers, which is going to show how dangerous um, mental health things can be and how serious they are, because I can tell you right now, I don't think I should have been jumping around here like I was <clears throat> months ago. Um, but yeah, because months ago, because it's February. So yeah, I had my first manic episode in December at the very beginning of it. I didn't know it was a manic episode until the middle of January when... I ended up in the hospital after the manic episode that I went on turned into an acute psychosis um, because during that ep manic episode, I was feeling so good that I decided it was a great idea to go off my ADHD meds because I thought that like God had healed me or the universe or I don't know, my prayers of, of depression and anxiety and ADHD and all of those things that plagued me, I thought I was healed from. That's what made sense in my brain. <laughs> even though that makes no sense, but it did for me. Um, and yeah, so I stopped my ADHD meds. And when you do that with the kind that I was on, um, it can send you into psychosis, which it indeed did. And I only know this because I ended up showing up to my friend's house at six in the morning. Bless your heart, Anthony, your pal and Esteban and Thomas. Shout out to those three for doing the Lord's work and taking care of me when I showed up literally on their doorstep and then just in their living room at 6 a.m. on January 9th. So the manic episode started December 5th. I went off my ADHD meds within that week or two. And then um, the psychosis, I'm not really sure when that began, but basically what it started was just like delusions. Um, feeling like I was in a fairy tale. It was a lot of just that, like a lot of stuff from my subconscious. Luckily, it was a lot of the good stuff. 
in the really beautiful stuff. Um, I spent my childhood in fantasy because whether I like to admit it or not, I experienced a boatload of trauma as a child. Um, I had a mentally ill mother who was in and out of the hospital for me growing up. So me even ending up in the hospital was a miracle in itself because I can tell you right now, trying like how to avoid that from happening. Um, just because I didn't want to be like my mom. And that fear was so real. Um, that fear of becoming like her was so real that it almost killed me because I would have rather have died. <laughs> Part of me felt like I would rather literally die than have to face something like that, which is really sad because that's not fair to anyone struggling with mental health. It's not fair to my mom. I mean, nobody did anything wrong. You don't get to... You only have so much control over some shit. Like, for me, I know without a shadow of a doubt that my mental illness is genetic. It's inherited, along with all the trauma that I also inherited. I highly encourage... I've never talked about it before, but... I highly encourage anybody who has been dealing with depression, anxiety for like a lot, like you know if you've been dealing with it, like you might think you don't, but like for me, the last, since 2020, since the pandemic, my depression overcame me so much so that I couldn't even, I didn't even know how to depress anymore. It was my regular, that's why like when I was talking about those sparks of joy at the beginning, they were, they were sparks of like joy, but they were so fleeting because it was just, for me, uncertainty was something that I was faced with, emotional uncertainty, was something I was faced with all through childhood. And then to become an adult, to really get my get my shit together. And I did, you know, for the most part, I really did have my shit together. I got married really young, got divorced really young, but I, like, managed to do all that, causing the least amount of damage possible, um, even though it was very emotional and it was a lot. But I've always managed to, like, stay in control because control was something I did not have for so, so long. And now that I'm out of that place, I can see just how depressed I was. So I'm thankful for the journey that brought me basically to my knees um, in anguish and in pain and in sadness. And ultimately brought me back to my faith in Jesus and in the stuff that I was raised with, that's just what happens when your subconscious decides to overtake. Um, and the psychosis, what happened when I went up my ADHD meds is basically all the chemicals in my brain flip-flop. And um, for anybody who's ever done hallucinogenics before or has done any sort of mind-altering substance, um, like, the, like the serious stuff, like mushrooms or LSD, like that's what I was feeling like um, on the day that I showed up at my friend's house. So that means I was like manic and in psychosis for nearly a month before anybody realized what was going on with me. Um, my friends only knew what was going on with me because my friend's mom put two and two together. And I subconsciously, I, I believe that I knew I needed help, but I knew the only way that I was going to accept or take help was going to be through my friends. 
um, not my family. And then one of my clients actually said something to me last night that helped me a lot in dealing with the anger that I feel towards my family. And it was, your family's always the last ones to notice things because they just don't want to see it that badly. And that I believe, and that brought me a lot of peace. But it's been really freaking hard. Um, it's just really well, um, It's been really difficult. But now that I'm on the other side of it, I know that everything has a purpose and a plan. God, the universe, whatever your faith is, the universe has a plan. And you just have to trust it. And for me, the shift back inward into the realm of being like a little kid again really made me understand the fragility of the inner child and how important it is to nourish that and remember that you're not alone and that though like just to not ignore those feelings I feel like this is all over the place I got distracted because there's another bunch of people around and I'm gonna go in my car because I feel funny um and I hate that I'm like so afraid of like getting a damn ticket or something that I like can't even enjoy myself so actually screw that I'm gonna go sit on this bench instead um, so yeah, basically, my boss is an angel, <laughs> she's literally an angel, no one else could ever do what she did for me, um, with the grace and the poise and the patience, so I'm very thankful for her, I'm thankful to still have a job, I'm thankful that there were resources that helped me financially I did completely drain my savings that's the thing about mental health and this kind of shit is like and like most people who are affected the way that I was work in industries of service which in America aren't set up for you to be able to like take time off without working extra hard beforehand like it's just not set up in a in a good way um, but I digress, but like I drained my savings and I just basically was running around like a mad woman for over a month undercover. Um, the day before Christmas Eve is when the psychosis came to like a full blown, this is an issue because I walked out of work <clears throat> thinking that my boss was giving me the day off. Like, like, that everyone was, like, speaking in code. So, that was really messed up. And, I mean, of all the things that could have happened, I would say that is the least bad. But, yeah, I thought she gave me the day off. And then I drove myself to the Prudential Center because I was still in my pajamas. Because, let's keep in mind, I was manic and then in psychosis. So, even though I was, like, agreeable and not actually going around looking like a crazy person completely, at least not to... Not out in public, only to people who I was comfortable enough with, <laughs> which is really sad and really beautiful at the same time. Um, but yeah, I I went to the Prudential Center and bought myself like a $400 sweatsuit and like a $500 dress. I ended up returning the dress. Like it was just a whole thing. But that's the thing with mental health is it costs you. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself now and not later. 
because if you can get ahead of it, get ahead of it, you don't want to be in a position like I was in. It's just not one that's good. But, um, yeah, I guess I don't really have much to say like I used to because I, I just feel like inwardly I know how to ground myself and I just listen to my body and my mind a lot more than I used to. I wouldn't pay attention to my body and my mind and the different things that they were saying um, because I live in my head and that was something that I always tried to fight and instead now it's something that I just incorporate into my day-to-day and when I have like a thought pop up like and I learned this like when I was in psychosis because I was masking it somehow that's why I was like very mild but I was masking it and when I would mask it the ways that my brain would come up with things to make myself believe that I was safe and that things were normal, even when I was like, I mean, it got to the point where I like, I thought some people were like part cat, like <laughs> psychosis is, I, when I say acute, let me just like not defer from the fact that psychosis is crazy. Um, but it was serious. And the ways that my brain kept myself safe, there's nothing more beautiful. And now I'm sitting on a bench and there's a sign. It's like a family that like put one of these benches here. You know how they do. It says there's nothing more beautiful than the way the ocean refuses to stop kissing the shoreline no matter how many times it's sent away. Wow, that's gorgeous. Beautiful. John and Susan Collins of Levant, Massachusetts. Let me read that one more time. There's nothing more beautiful than the way the ocean refuses to stop kissing the shoreline no matter how many times it's sent away. Um... I feel like that was me coming back to believing not just in a higher power, but the higher power that I was raised with. Um, and I don't want this to sound like I'm like, like a preachy thing. Cause I don't want, I, I really don't want to be perceived as like that person who had a psychotic break and then like found the Lord, like, fuck that. Don't put me in that box. You put me in that box. I'm just going to break it open and crack it over your skull. So I'm not going to be put in a cuckoo-cachoo box of, oh, she lost her mind and then she found Jesus. Well, yeah. So how about you don't let yourself get to that point <laughs> and find find what works for you, I'll say. I'll leave it at that. As someone who <laughs> searched far and wide for things that worked, I found a lot of things that just didn't work. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. My whole belief system has rewired. I have a different lens on life than I've had before. And I just feel really fortunate to be here because I wholeheartedly believe in the light and the dark and whatever you want to call the darkness, I don't believe they wanted to see me make it through. Um, like this is where I think biblical stuff can become confusing for people who don't identify with it. It's like, well, if there's a God, why would there be, why would he let a Satan or like a devil exist? And that's a question I don't really have an answer for, but what I do have an answer for is I know that fits real. And I know with every fiber of my being that whatever you want to call it, that darkness did not want to see me see the light of day. Um, it's a miracle that the mania didn't kill me because I did pop my tire on my car. So, like, I was not acting extremely safe. It could have been worse. 
but that's not something that I think I should be putting into my story now. Um, because it always could be worse and it always could be better. So fuck you. <laughs> um, I'm still swearing. I'm still a quote, quote, sinner. All that crap. It's just like, I hate, like I said, I'm gonna be, I can't not talk about my faith the same way that I used to talk about the way that I believe in the universe. And I still do. Like, it's just, it's all the same is what I've always said. And it's still all the same to me. It's all the same, but now it's more personal again because it's aligned with who I've always been and who I've always been is that sweet seven-year-old little girl who knew that her life was more valuable than just going to work every day waking up and losing time. Um, even more valuable than being a wife and a mother and playing that role. All the roles that I'll play, it doesn't matter. My life has more value than all of those roles combined. And so does yours. So as I look out over the shore and I see how the waves keep coming down, and witnessing, you know, it go from high tide to the tide going back out. It's just really something to marvel at. And I kind of look around me and I'm just like, how can you not believe in something bigger than yourself? Or why would you choose to not? Because I'm, I would say I'm a pretty creative person. I can never come up with even this view that I'm looking at now. Just not each in the state that I'm from and the same stretch of however many miles that I've traveled my entire life because I am uncultured swine and haven't really done much. But I look at this and I'm just like, wow, God's good. So that's what I leave you with. Um, so yeah, set yourself up for some joy. Get outside. Get vitamin D. But also like, ask yourself, like, what do I believe in and why? And see where that question takes you because I think it's really important for all of us to look inwardly and structure our day-to-day around inward self is asking of us, not what the outward self or the people or your family or your boss, like, there are still, don't do what I did and just throw it all in the wind and pretend like nothing matters and stop going to work and all that crap. You don't need to do that. It can just be something really simple, like having hard conversations. If your schedule isn't working for you, bring it up. Like, what's the worst thing that you're going to inconvenience your boss. I've inconvenienced my boss and she still loves me um, because we know each other's souls and we know, you know, she knows at the end of the day, my intentions have always been good. And that's the thing. And I've said that a lot. Is like when you know that your heart is in the right place, that's all that matters. And make sure your heart's just in the right place. And the only way you're going to know that is if you're looking inward to kind of see where that can take you. And that's all I got for today. So I'm Carly B. Thanks for hanging out with me. And I'm amazed that this only took me about 20 minutes. Normally I'm rambling on forever. So I'm glad that I was able to do something short and sweet. Have a great day, everybody. And I hope that, you know, the higher power of your choice shows you the beauty that lies within, um, for sure because it is definitely life-changing.